Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. The game we are playing today is called Big Up, Big Up at the Movies with Chet Hanks. Big Up, Big Up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chet and I coming straight from the Golden Globes. You are saying? We've seen father Tom Hanks presenting in a while. Tune forward, come. Big Up, tune in. Yeah, that's Tom Hanks' kid. That's how he <laughs> talks, apparently. Yeah. Oh. We've got Chet Hanks. Describing the plot of a movie that his father, Tom Hanks, has been in with his Chet Hanks uh, speak. And if you can identify what movie it is, you're going to win. How many of these do we have, Jim? Five. There's five of them. Holy oh, cow. the game's massive, Taz. <laughs> Joe, you're, you're familiar with Tom Hanks movies? Sorry. We, we, yes, they will yeah, be Tom Hanks. Yeah, movies. they will be. T- they're all Tom Hanks movies. They're all movies made by Chet's dad. Perfect. First one, let's hmm. hear it, Chet. Big up, boy, it's your boy, Chen. Remember that movie my dad was working for FedEx when him and his buddy Wilson got stuck on the island right by the beach? <laughs> yes. That movie was Castaway. Yes, it was. Okay, Chet Hanks, Big what's the next? your boy Chet in that old island mother now. Remember that movie my dad was in when no boys left at home to play the sports so Gina Davis, Madonna, and Rosie O'Dea put on a jersey, get a little dirty, oh, and to show you there's no crying in baseball. Oh, a league of their own? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Big old pitch, your boy, Chenna. <laughs> Killing it. Remember that movie my dad was in when they went up and do the rocket ship to the moon and then that one hour she didn't take when the boom boom and they couldn't make it to the moon. They're like, you still got a problem, boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hard to understand that. Um, <laughs> Do you want to hear it again? No, Joe, remember that movie when my dad went into the rocket ship to the morning and it went bum bum and he couldn't make it to the morning and he used to went, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh. was, that, uh, was that Apollo 12? Oh, oh no. One off, big guy. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> Apollo 13. Oh. All right, you're still doing pretty well here, Chad Hanks. What's big the next ups. movie your dad was in? Oh, was a tiny cowboy and said there's a snake in my butt and Dandy didn't love him no more along with Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, I have all three of them. It's Toy Story. Uh, is there one more? Mm-hmm. Okay, chat. Big, big up at the Golden Globes is your boy Chenna. Remember that movie my dad was in where the five brothers go to fight Hitler and the four brothers die and there's only one brother left and they don't want to tell the mother that all the brothers are gone so Tom Hanks shoots a tank with a pistol. I, 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 I didn't understand that one. Big ups, it's your boy Shenna. Remember that movie my dad was in where the five brothers go to fight Hitler and the four brothers die and there's only one brother left and they don't want to tell the mother all the brothers are gone so Tom Hanks shoots a tank with a Peace, <laughs> 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 
I'm trying to think. I don't think I know that movie. <laughs> you know the you know the movie. Listen carefully. One more. Oh. Should we do it one more? Do it one more. Big up, it's your boy. One time, the old city massive not shit, not telling you about the movie. Remember that time my dad went to fight Hitler with the four brothers. I already screwed it up. Five brothers go to fight Hitler. Four brothers die. Only one brother is left. And only tell the mother the brothers are gone. So Tom Hanks shoots a tank with a pistol. No, I don't. I, I get the four brothers died. The mother, yeah, I get that. But I don't think I know that movie. Where Matt Damon visits a grave later. He ages rapidly. Saving Private Ryan is the movie. Saving, pri- sa- saving Private Ryan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hard to understand. It is, yeah. You missed that one, but overall, I'd say big ups. That was a great performance. Good job. What do you think, Chad Hanks? Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy, Chetana. Doctors warn you that you should not be using toothpaste as a sexual lubricant. <laughs> Apparently, some people have been trying that. They've been posting what? about their traumatic experiences online. Stuff like rashes, irritation, even burns on their uh, privates after trying to use toothpaste. Why would you think that's a good idea? I haven't been in a, in a situation where I would have considered something like that, but I have uh, run out of shaving cream before. And you basically just look like, what... <laughs> What do I have? What's the closest thing to shaving cream that I have? You know, should I I smear some peanut butter on my face? Should I uh, use use hand soap, lotion of some sort, right? Like you start looking around for stuff that has a similar consistency to the item that you need. However, toothpaste is not one you want to use instead of... (laughs) Lubricant. Yeah, I'm going to say the answer for both shaving and the other one is hair conditioner. They, oh, bo- yeah. they, wor- they both work for both, I'm well, saying. Well, I don't know. I, uh, Jim is not a doctor, so <laughs> don't start using hair conditioner as a lubricant either without consulting your physician. Solo lubricant as a man. Oh, if you're by yourself. Don't. Not for internal use, uh, I will say. Okay. But you get, like, toothpaste on the corner of your mouth. It's real hard to get off, you know? Uh-huh. Like, to think that that would be uh, something that would work with your body. You're, highly mistaken. Your private parts would have great breath. <laughs> Hi. How are ya? <sighs> oh, let me gargle some Listerine while I'm at it. <laughs> Imagine how much that would burn. <laughs> I, I've heard of people doing that, though. If, if you're going to pleasure your partner... You use the Listerine first to give them a little tingle down there. Uh, a little icy hot. You ever heard that one before? <laughs> I don't know if doctors, again, we are not medical professionals, so if you are planning on gargling with Listerine before um, returning the favor, mm. you may want to talk to your doctor first. I've heard of a few other things to avoid that I've heard guys try, again, solo, uh-huh. Vicks VapoRub. Don't use that. (laughs) Not good. Uh, Poor guy who discovered that for the first time, eh? Ooh, this will be like making love to somebody from the North Pole. It'll be fun. Nope. Burns. Uh, also, uh, um, rub A535 or Bengay or something like that. Also, don't, don't, yeah. uh, 
What about like that tingly shampoo? You know the shampoo that kind of makes your scalp tingle? I, I only have gotten that at the hairdresser. So you've never brought in a little little tube home? <laughs> a little sampler? Pers- personal use. <laughs> Y'all good for product? Hmm. <laughs> Doctors do say it's completely fine to use lubricant as toothpaste, though. <laughs> so if you want to start you have a really slippery, slippery good time brushing your teeth, get the KY out. <laughs> Next week's a new week, and even if you did break your resolution, you can get back on track very easily. And this weekend, our friends at Budweiser Gardens could help you out because they have the Health and Wellness Expo going on this Sunday. Crystal and Brian are here from Budweiser Gardens. Good morning, guys. Morning, guys. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what's going on on Sunday, Brian. Well, you know, like you said, we've got the Health and Wellness Expo uh, powered by OEV Fitness. Uh, it'll be happening from 10 to 5 uh, this upcoming Sunday. Um, we're very excited to bring in over 120 vendors from uh, various health and wellness services and products to be able to help you uh, either get back on track, hopefully hopefully not already getting back on track, uh, but to help you figure out how you want to execute your resolutions this year. Well, that's the big thing is finding what is going to work for you because everyone's different and uh, doing something is better than nothing. Absolutely. So if you can find something that you actually enjoy... There's a step number one for you. So what kind of stuff can we expect to see at Budweiser Gardens on Sunday, Crystal? So we have people from the nutrition field. We have fitness clubs, chiropractors, massage, yoga, um, alternative practices. We have cannabis education seminars. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Senior That's care. the wellness part. <laughs> Senior care and active kids. And you're raising some money. You're going to be making a donation. You got something really cool going on. Yeah, we've got $5 from uh, every ticket sold. They'll be going to uh, Mount Hope in their Cycling Without Age program, which is uh, part of the St. Joseph's Healthcare Foundation. Oh, that's cool. You're buying one of those bikes where uh, you can take, like if your grandmother is in the home, you can take her for a bike ride. Like she'll sit in the in the back and you can pedal and she gets the experience of going for a bike ride. It, it's sort of like doing a double, only she gets a seat instead of sitting on the handlebars. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is Sweet. not a good idea with grandma or grandpa, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know I'm, when my mom, my grandmother was getting older, how much it meant to her just to get out for a walk. So to be able to have that experience for, for them to relive what it's like to have the wind blowing through their hair, that's a pretty special thing. So a great cause that you've chosen there. Now, Brian, I also understand you're excited because there's going to be a magical Kegel chair <laughs> I, I, I I, at the show. <laughs> I've always wondered what it would feel like to do a Kegel, and your spot would be there with their Kegel chair, yes. Hold on, what is this? What is a Kegel chair? Yeah, well, I'm for, trying to visualize it. I, I haven't actually seen it yet. From what I understand, you just sit in it for about 13 minutes and it, or 28 minutes, and it does 13,000 Kegels for you. So it does, the ke- it does the Kegels for you? You don't even have to Kegel yourself? You don't even Apparently. have to work. It just does it for you guys. You sit in the chair and away you go. This reminds me of that thing that used to be advertised on the Dr. late Ho's. night TV. Do- Are you talking about the ad? Yeah. 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 Just Dr. like shock Ho your gut. Oh, Dr. Ho, whatever. Yeah, Dr. Like Ho. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, don't Google Kegel chair at work. <laughs> I will recommend that. Whoops. <laughs> I don't think that's what's going to be there. It's, but there are actual chairs. Yeah, actual okay. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be the good one. <laughs> Close that tab, please, Jim. You're distracting everybody. If people are interested in attending the health and wellness show Sunday, Budweiser Gardens, how do they uh, get tickets? How do they get in there? 
Well, there's a, there's a, uh, a couple ways to do it. Uh, you, you come down in person at the uh, Courtesy Ford box office located at Budweiser Gardens uh, in advance or day of the event, uh, or you can go to BudweiserGardens.com uh, to purchase tickets uh, in advance. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention too, uh, another service that's going to be there that I think is important to help people not to, or to help people eliminate any excuses for uh, coming down is that the London Elgin Speech and Language Services will be providing child minding for children ages eighteen to f- eighteen months <laughs> to five years, uh, with lots of things for the kids to do uh, while you're figuring out how to execute resolutions. Sweet. Good, so you can drop the kids off and then go do a million Kegels. Great, yeah, you can. <laughs> hey, look what you did to me. <laughs> Why are you walking so funny, Dad? <laughs> you want more details, go to the Budweiser Gardens uh, website and check them out. Health and Wellness this Sunday over at Budweiser Gardens. I want to see you peacock, your peacock. And we've got a couple of former teammates feuding on Twitter, Dev. Yeah, you don't see this uh, too often, but it happened uh, yesterday because uh, Russell Westbrook was making his return to Oklahoma City. He was traded to Houston in the offseason. Talking basketball. Talking basketball. So uh, Kendrick Perkins, who is a former Thunder, former teammate of Durant and of Westbrook, uh, tweeted out that he's going to, you know, he's on ESPN now. He's going to share why he thinks Westbrook is the best player to ever put on a Thunder jersey, to which someone responded to him, well, there's a difference between being the best player to ever do it and being the best player to be in the organization because Westbrook was there longer. He accomplished more with Oklahoma City, but Kevin Durant is viewed by many as the better overall player. It's like Kawhi Leonard versus Kyle Lowry. Lowry's the best Raptor ever, but Kawhi Leonard is the best Raptor person to ever play for the Raptors. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Perkins gives his reason why. This guy challenges challenges him, saying, well... Who's the guy? So Mark D'Amico is this reporter. He's a, he means nothing to us in this whole process. He just, he just got enough... He's the instigator. He's the instigator. He talked about how Westbrook uh, went out in the second round of the playoffs a couple of times, so Kendrick Perkins responded saying, well, I was playing with uh, KD when Westbrook was injured. He went out in the second round of the playoffs. Ke- Kevin Durant is then watching this on Twitter, and he decides to weigh in and uh, takes a shot at uh, Perkins saying that um, uh, our starting center averaged a whopping two and three during that series. You played hard, though, champ. And oh. so <laughs> Perkins responded by saying, uh, boy, stop. You did the weakest move in NBA history, up 3-1 on a team, meaning the Golden State Warriors. Then you go and join them the following season. Heart of a champion right there. <laughs> <laughs> so Kevin, That's a good, like, that's a valid, yeah, cause Durant, a valid insult. Yeah. Durant, some people don't consider him a true champion because he just jumped on board a winning team, right? He jumped on board a winning team. They didn't win this championship the year before, but they did win 73 games. So they won 73 games without Kevin Durant. Then he joined them. Kevin Durant responded with an emoji of a uh, of a uh, animal yawning. And then uh, Durant had one more saying, weak is starting at center, playing real minutes with no production, should have worked on your skills as much as I did. And so it's just, you don't see teammates go back and forth like this, but like Durant has just got to like give up this whole thing where he's so super sensitive because it's true. You joined a super awesome team and you made them even better. He's a great player. Sure. But they already won a title without you. They won 73 games without you. They set the record for most games won in a regular season without you. They didn't need him 
to be great, and you're always going to be dogged by that decision. Just Why is Kevin Durant it. still on Twitter is my question. Wasn't he the guy caught with multiple accounts? Yes. He, he, uh, was, he was like uh, pumping himself up. or He was using the, the fake accounts to defend Kevin Durant, the people <laughs> who are criticizing Kevin Durant. Yeah. <sighs> is there a chance that he's running all three of these Twitter accounts involved in this feud? With Kevin Durant, you can't you can't uh, rule it out. He's just the most sensitive guy for a guy who talks so much. I don't. I wouldn't mind so much if he's sensitive and he's like you know got you know thin skin. But don't talk a big game and talk to other guys if you can't take it back yourself. The news will undoubtedly come as a further shock to the families who are already grieving in the face of this unspeakable tragedy. We have intelligence from multiple sources, including our allies and our own intelligence. The evidence indicates that the plane was shot down by an Iranian surface-to-air missile. Man, we were discussing that possibility on the show yesterday. Obviously, uh, uh, there was speculation that something like this may have happened with the Ukrainian airline flight that was shot down leaving Iran earlier this week. Just the timing of the whole thing with the missile strike that was launched from Iran into Iraq uh, around the same time the plane went down. There was a number of red flags and Justin Trudeau confirming yesterday that intelligence points towards an Iranian anti- uh, aircraft missile system. Yeah, as a surface to air missile. Uh, being either shot off accidentally or malfunctioning. They don't really know exactly uh, what the cause of the missile being launched at this point was, but uh, Trudeau says they really need to find out. The families of the victims and all Canadians want answers. I want answers. That means closure, transparency, accountability and justice and this government will not rest until we get that i don't know how much transparency they're going to get because iran apparently is not going to be turning the black boxes over no it's uh, so there have been some developments but i mean there's it's to me it's still fishy so uh canadian officials have been invited to examine the plane crash one issue that immediately pops to mind for me because like Iran is saying that we did not shoot this down. Iran previously was saying uh, like 50 or 80 Americans were killed in their original uh, attacks on Baghdad, the U.S. air bases, which is not true. So now the crash has been there for a couple of days. What has changed with the Iranian officials there so that they ignite the Canadians there? They say, see, there was no crash. There was, there, there, was, there was a crash. There was no missile. So it's great that they're inviting Canadians there to now investigate, but... The, they're still denying that it was their missile that shot yes, the plane Yes, they're denying it, but also the scene has changed from then to now. So how much have they potentially altered the scene mm-hmm. to back up their assertion that they did not shoot down the plane, either intentionally or unintentionally? Experts say there would be debris. You'd be able to tell You'd be able to tell if a missile had hit that plane. There's also a lot of video that has popped up. Uh, people had, you know, dash cams are everywhere these days, and lots of video has popped up that would support the uh, belief that there, the, the plane was shot down. Some of the intelligence reports we've also had leak out a little bit indicate that, like, the, the governments did detect a system being flicked on. Uh-huh. So the system came on and that there were two rockets fired. So for Iran to deny this, like a, 
it's I, I think eventually it, it'll become overwhelming to the point even in their bubble, their Iranian bubble, they cannot deny it. 176 lives lost, 63 of those were Canadian lives. And you just think of the final moments that those people experienced in their life. Like if being on a plane, that missile hits the plane. Like what a terrifying, terrifying way to spend the final moments of your life. And I don't know if this makes it any better or worse for the families, but you'd think it, it, knowing that this is something that was avoidable, it was decisions that men made that led to this as opposed to just a freak accident that nobody could have predicted. It's got to be a pretty frustrating thing for those who are in mourning. Well, think about, you know, MH370. And that's still like, they don't know where that plane went down. Obviously the families of those uh, victims know that never got answers are dead, but there's a better chance of getting answers in this case than in some of the other plane crashes we've seen. Well, Justin Trudeau also addressed the question, what is Canada going to do if Iran does not cooperate with the investigation? I think those are our conversations and steps we will contemplate as things move forward if it doesn't appear that there is a credible, uh, complete investigation. But right now we continue to work with partners and, and uh, uh, direct Iran uh, with our requests that we have a credible and complete investigation. Our news department continuing to follow this story at 980 CFPL if you want more details and global news.ca that's the taz show podcast make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and remember you can tune in on the radio 95.9 on the uh, dial in the london area that's fm 96 or fm 96.com